There's Hendrix on 97X. That's a great song. Go to the call ballroom and see the fake autograph. You know, I wonder when that uh, place reopens uh, under whatever new ownership it ends up getting, I wonder if that will all be, you know, um, because it will become viable again at some point uh, in some way. I wonder if the uh, that little tiny cramped backstage room, which really is not suitable for any kind of touring band, you know, you're more dressing behind the speakers uh, than you would be behind stage, but that they they have to make a new backstage area for that building if it's ever going to become usable for for bands again. I wonder if that will all just be raised. All those, I mean, the Hendrix one is fake, but there's a lot of. But that's part of the Quad City history, history yeah. man. You got to tear that wall down and put it up somewhere, like over at the RME or something, the, right? The hell with that. Get the Davenport Historical Society to declare it a, a, a historical uh, landmark. Oh, I'll be a fake one. Yeah, and no, then, <laughs> nobody wants to live in a landmark. Hey, that's well, all. Too, too bad, man. Too bad. Seriously, though, you could take that wall out and display it. You know, at the at the RME, yeah. you know, which is sort of make it a, a tribute to you know the Quad City music scene. That'd be kind of a, a cool idea, um, because at where it sits now, it will never get the views that it could if it were prominently displayed somewhere. Yeah, you know, um, the, the, he Donnie claimed to. Uh, well, somebody knows who was the fake. Autograph writer, and yeah. if you go and look at it, did we would you guys put the uh, that Dwyer's blog back up towards the top? There's a picture of it, and you look at that. Jimi Hendrix didn't have that good of penmanship. <laughs> well, it's hard to know. I mean, I, I mean, in hindsight, knowing what yeah. we know, we're like, oh, I knew it all along, fake. But yeah. how yeah. many musicians? When we did that. Uh, what was it? The Bethany Jam or whatever, where we mm-hmm. had all of those bands. Every they'd take and pose. And get that? Check it out, man. Me and Hendrix, right? Here. This is my inspiration right here. And if you find out that it really was some guy named Pete, and it's not Jimi well, Hendrix, I want to say we talked to the person who wrote it. I can't remember who it was, but I thought it was after yeah, after that conversation we found out who actually wrote it up there. And then, well, and, not everybody's coming out and claiming. Yeah. You know, it was me, <laughs> Billy the Prankster. He didn't mm. know that. Nobody knew it. <laughs> Because I remember telling Guy Perry, uh-uh, no way. That's that's part of the local lore. Judas Priest played there. They got all of the posters. Remember all the uh, concert, the tour uh, posters that were on the one side of the wall? I don't know yeah. where those ever ended up. But if you'd never been inside of the Call Ballroom, it was a 50s era, what, dance hall. And... When I was listening even before, probably even before the fifties, people would get yeah. duded up to go. Oh, there. Yeah, they would. And uh, in listening to him talk about that, and you can see there's pictures on the internet. Uh, some of those old uh, retro Quad City sites probably have them. Um, but yeah, the, the you couldn't dance to Jimi Hendrix, and on Sunday night it was dance night for mm-hmm. the kids. So what the it probably attracted a different kind of crowd for that particular evening. My guess is, uh, you know, word of mouth and Jimi Hendrix is, uh, yeah, that, I mean, that was just a big stoner show, probably. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but it is an icon. Um, part of uh, Quad City history. And these days, you know, museums, Dwyer, they got tons of cash to throw around. They'll probably make sure that that happens, your idea. 
I think you ought to buy it and throw it in your basement. Yeah, you, know, I, you want me to talk to the wife? I got a lot of other, uh, I got a lot of other irons in the fire right now. But Where's I do, vision? I do think that wall needs to be removed and put somewhere because, and not because of the Hendrix. The the Hendrix part is is lore, obviously, but all of the other bands that that played there. Uh, I mean, Todd Herbert from Amazon Blonde, who's no longer with us, uh, he they played there. Uh, and signed that wall also. Uh, the guys in Lynn Allen also. I mean, so as we age out of the days of enjoying live music and guys playing live music who signed that, mm-hmm. that's a nice slice of Quad City music history, not just for the bands that were national that came and played, but the, the local scene. Yeah, it's a time all, capsule. I mean, sure. you know, Bobby Weiser from None the Wiser was one of the guys who, I mean, because there was no rhyme or reason to who could sign that wall. All you had to do was have been in there, and you know, and uh, probably Donnie's father. Hey, who the hell? Your your, your hippie dope smoking friends that wrote all over my wall. You gonna tell your mother? Uh, but there's also the same sort of thing, I believe, in the basement of the Adler, outside of one of the dressing rooms. Now I don't know if that all got covered over when they did the renovation or the upgrade. You know where I'm talking about? Down in the catacomb, yeah. underneath the real narrow. Very non-compliant uh, yep. hallways. There's a room like that, or there was, that people would sign. Boy, and I've just been, it's not been two years since I've just been down in all of those hallways. Uh, is it and st- it's all pristine. It's all been painted over uh, it. Yeah. That's too Clear, bad. are you with me? There was some, some, Clear got me drunk one time. And, Stop it. And, what? I won't and, hear of this filth. I wish I, I wish I was lying. <laughs> But he got me drunk and dragged me through the hallways downstairs at the at the Adler Theater. We were supposed to introduce something or meet somebody. And this sounds about right. And we ended up going like three sub levels too deep, like in Spinal Tap. Yeah, it was very Spinal Tap. Go through that. Go through that door. You know, and you got Klinger, who's only slightly slightly more sober than I am. Is like, I don't know. I think we should go this way. And I'm like, okay. And then we start hearing voices. We're like, okay. I think if we go this way. (laughs) Hello, Cleveland. I mean, it was 20 minutes. We walked all through that hallway. And uh, I didn't, I mean, it's possible it's down there, but uh, we went a long way to find this. I think it was a, was a, a Quad City Symphony thing for some reason. Oh, yeah, for sure. Was it? Was that when we did the, the Eagle contest? It could have. We had someone uh, conducting. It could have been. It could have been. Fool in the Raincoat. Was it the Led Zeppelin thing? No, I was there for that. So yeah, that, that I didn't go to the Eagles one. No, these guys, Um, they were, was, was it the guy who sang Journey? Maybe I, I can't know. remember, but everything's in any case, a little fuzzy. In any case, I have it on great authority, my own. After one too many summer shandies, that uh, the hallways in the Adler have no ghosts uh, represented. They might be there That's still, but they bad. did not write anything. I think. Um, <laughs> I am actually getting a contact high just thinking about that night. Whoo! That was some irresponsible. Clinger just gave you a thumbs up, yeah. my man, and he yeah. went like this and nodded his head. Uh, well, there, uh, Barb Icus, I thought, did a column about it. But maybe it was because it's not there. Here's what it used <laughs> yeah, to look right. like. And she wants the name of the fools who painted over this. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like... <laughs> yeah, right. Another investigative journalistic piece. <laughs> well, no, that, but that's so Quad Cities, isn't it? Yeah. Look at this piece of... It's gone now, but <laughs> right. that's how we do it around here. Triple eight eight nine six thirty six seventy five. Uh if you missed it, the
The workday payday code is break. Break. Like break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar or like I got to take a break because this is this is too much quarantine. If you don't give me a break, I'm going to break your face. No, it's it's B-R-E-A-K. Okay. I think, I think those are both the same break that I used. <laughs> B-R-A-K-E. Didn't we have a discussion in one of the meetings? Let's not use words that you could spell multiple ways. Right. Yeah, we did. That was our suggestion, and it, clearly it was taken well, up. Seriously. It was because Dwyer submitted all the words that have 18 different ways to spell it. Sale. Your. But this is like spring break. You're going off. Woo! You take this money. You're getting naked and drunk and passed out in the street and getting and swept up by a cop. Why do they stick the, these code words in our show? Did you see what Goose's is? Fun. I'll have to wait till Goose's show until I know what no, that is. No, you don't. It's fun. I mean, the code word, not his show. <laughs> oh, there's no mistaking that. <laughs> Bill Stage's code word, something he never uses or wears. Shoes. I thought you were going <clears> to <throat> say deodorant or soap. <laughs> That's next week. <laughs> um, hey, Fester. Uh, Fester, hello. There we go. Now let's try it now. Fester, hello. Hey, I was with uh, Dwyer at the Adler for that Zeppelin show, and that's not how it went at all. Oh, wait a minute. Are you are you saying Dwyer misremembered? Well, because Dwyer- I'm not going to sit here and listen to lies <laughs> from a listener. I'll listen to him from Dwyer all morning long. But okay, so how did it go down according to your recollection? Well, Dwyer was three sheets to the wind and, you know, Mr. Cock of the Walk. So he decides just to walk backstage downstairs. I go with him. He walks to the uh, dressing room and just proceeds to grab the beers and have a few hors d'oeuvres. And then the band walks in while he's taking a leak in their toilet and he's yelling or talking to him while he's peeing for the lead singer. You know what, Fester? <laughs> I know you're telling the truth. I, I was not there, but I, that is my partner because he and I got in trouble for eating Eddie Money's food at... Uh, Clinton Riverboat Days or something. Yeah. Like that. Hey, that's for the stars! I don't know what you're talking about, man. Well, and to think you shame me for eating a chicken wing out of somebody else's suite that's at the, in the suite. Center. That's people food that they paid for, it, not you, superstar it, food. It was over. You it was tipped, one wing. You tipped an entire pan of wings into your mouth and the rest into your pocket. Fester, I hope you're happy did you see what just happened here because i learned it from you with the the eagles concert by the way i was with Klinger and had to walk him around while he was drunk in the eagle suit and funny (laughs) that's how he met his now wife that's right that's right that was that magical evening that uh wait it's actually the evening before that was (laughs) a saturday you were just wearing it for fun yeah (laughs) wait a second after friday fest hold on wait a second Klinger is parading around in a chicken costume and there was a woman in the quad city it wasn't a chicken. He had the eagle suit on. Oh, he, he sprung for the upgrade, not a chicken, because he didn't want to look ridiculous. He's parading around with an eagle costume on, and there's a woman in the Quad Cities who goes, oh, yeah, here comes my boyfriend. <laughs> yep. Well, we started at Stickman's, and he was, like, doing his damnedest to put a beer in the beak so he could drink it like that to impress everybody. Well, Fester, thank you for your recollection. We'll take it under advisement. Take out our garbage, man. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll run this past HR and yeah. see if any of it holds water. I don't believe anything you've said is true. We don't harass you at your job, fella. Damn. Yes, All right. Yes. Have, have, have a good, a good day. Any, anything you want to say to the Quad Cities to make your job easier today? Are they bagging it? Are they loading it? Are they throwing away everything correctly? 
Yes, just stay out of my essential way and let me do my job. There you go. So you were in the bathroom. Band comes in. Uh, this isn't the first backstage bathroom run-in you guys have had with artists, right? Well, Shut up, Goose. Well, Michael's walked in on Sammy Hagar going to the bathroom. I he, peed, was, I he was pinching a loaf, to, right? <laughs> next to the uh, Pat Riley. But th- this was yep. the one, this was the Zeppelin show where uh, I think it was Kevin Chalfant, who was former vocalist for like 707 and a couple of other bands like that from the 80s and he was do he was singing led zeppelin 707 clear that's police code for criminally insane <laughs> i no, thought that no. was 5150 no, whatever he, man and so he was and he was in town with this this zeppelin orchestra thing this was not when we did the quad city symphony orchestra this was like an orchestra tribute to zeppelin ted zeppelin or whatever it was it is. and it, he was he was, and he was the singer and i can't remember I, I can't remember what the. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. He, we interviewed. It was, it was the guy who used to be in Zebra. Zebra, and, and yeah, it, he talked to us. We interviewed him that morning. I think morning. he came in the studio. Uh, what it might have been, but he, he took you around to meet the other guys in the, in band. the band. Yeah, and so that we had a great time. Oh yeah, uh, you want to pee together? I we, come on. But yeah, because we were supposed to go down. I don't know if we were maybe hosting a backstage. No, that wouldn't have been a backstage thing. So we, I don't know. Maybe we were introducing. I can't remember. But yeah, Fester was with me probably because he was probably helping me walk. He was probably carrying you. Yeah, most likely. But Dwyer has this effect when what's his Tracy Guns was in here, who he didn't want to be on this show, and the next thing he knows, he sees one of his people, Dwyer. And they're best friends. I had to tell him, please, uh, let go. My partner needs to stay here. No, take it with me on the road, man. He's cool. <laughs> he took a couple of our reel-to-reel recorders, and off he went. But the, the Sammy Hagar thing, that was when I was my first, my first radio job. And I got to go backstage with my satin WBNQ jacket. See Naturally. that right here? Naturally. Air staff. Yeah. Bragger. I didn't realize that a satin radio station jacket was only partially to be cool. It was also how you could identify a real radio person because, yep. frankly, who else would wear one on purpose? It had other benefits, Dwyer. Uh, it was the best form of birth control. Uh, <laughs> women would see that and go, ooh, no thanks. No. They'd run screaming. So I was a part-timer in Bloomington, Illinois, and... I, I don't know if it was when he was with Van Halen at the time or if it was just him solo, but my boss said to meet us here with the winners and you get to host the meet and greet. And who does that? A weekender to host? So anyway, I took my job pretty seriously. I'll go find out where the where the talent is. You guys all stay here and enjoy the presses and stuff. I'll go see where Sam is. So I'm looking around to find the record guy from the label and I uh, can't find him and I hear I hear... Down, coming down the hallway, and this was at, um, I think it was at uh, the the Union mm-hmm. in in Normal, ISU. So I don't know my way around. I hear singing coming from down the hall. I'm like, well, maybe that's, and it, maybe it was at Redbird because there were no doors on the stalls. So it's like in a locker room. So I go and stick around. And I hear, hello? And it, I see this blonde head stick here out from the stall. Hey, dudes, I'm just taking a crap. I'll be there in a minute. Okay. Uh, okay. Thank you. Uh, folks, Sammy is uh, 
do taking preparing for the show. I just saw Hagar. He's got sunglasses <laughs> on, taking a crap. And he's like, "Hey, dudes, what?" Are, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, you could be embarrassed at that moment, or you, not you know, me. You're I Sammy Hagar. <laughs> but I'm going to give this guy a memorable moment for his life. He gave me a memorable moment in many of my senses. Goose. <laughs> Ear, nose, eyes. Yeah, the olfactory senses. Oh. Those are the ones that really trigger them. That, those are the ones that hang on but, for a long time. But you know what? Fuster made a good point. Dwyer and I have relieved ourselves next to some of the most famous people ever. Don't forget uh, uh, former Hawkeye Adrian Claiborne. <sighs> that was a good one. Didn't he? Yes. Did, what is it with you guys in bathrooms and I, like meeting people? That's the best place to pick up dudes or meet. Was that Pat Angerer's wedding? He did, asked me what kind of cologne yeah, I was didn't wearing. Didn't he smell you? Yeah. While you're peeing? Yeah. <laughs> that's totally cool. He's 18 feet taller than me, and he's of a different race, which makes I'm me nervous. I'm pretty sure he picked you up and brought you to his nose. <laughs> it wasn't a pleasant experience for everyone. Did he call you tiny? <laughs> All I know well, is that while you guys were taking a bath, no, right next no, to that each was other. on the dance floor, you know, so everyone you, could enjoy it. You do not want to hear a guy call you tiny when you're peeing next to him. Did That's you make sure. Pat Angerer's wedding scrapbook? I don't think so. I did. So we're in the bathroom at uh, down here by the uh, the, aisle. the aisle, and I'm standing there, and here comes this giant black man. I'm peeing eyes forward. He's peeing, eyes forward. Hey, I know it's completely random, but what's that cologne you're wearing? Um, it's called La Mail by Gautier. All right, cool. I zipped and got the hell out of there. Never and to then, share the story again. And then Ever. you accosted him on the dance floor. He grabbed me! Oh, whatever. This is my cologne, buddy! What's up, Tiny? And there's a picture. It looks like he is... Me too. Hashtag me. He's got me bent. Oh, what yeah, am I going to do? What yeah, am I going to do? Yeah, he was checking what? your plumbing. It looked, you look like you were in a rugby scrum. And I think he's got a toothpick in his mouth, too. And he looks so satisfied. <laughs> Hi, Tiny. <laughs> Is that Tiny or Tighty? Don't, 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 don't you dare. It was Tiny. <laughs> so, if you would like to join the Dwyer and Michaels Club, who have you peed next to that's famous? It's better than an autograph, as you can see. Selfie. The stories are way better, for sure. Who had I peed next to somebody famous? Bonus points if you want a big potty. Now, I can't really claim that. I just um, witnessed Sammy Hagar on the crapper. Well, from the, from the shoulders up. Sunglasses. He wears sunglasses when he takes crap, by the way. So rock and roll. Stars, they're just like us. <laughs> There are many ways to get high, but you know what? When I crap, there's only one way to crap, and it's like, the, hey, dudes, I'll be there in a minute. Uh, How would you answer to that? Oh, okay, take take your time. You got. You need a hand. I got a satin radio station jacket. I'm backstage, authorizing all access, including this. Well, that was more than you bargained for. Hello, Mr. Rocker. Red, isn't it? <sighs> Triple eight. Eight nine six thirty six seventy five. You have relieved yourself next to whom? Dwyer peed next to uh, Pat, Pat Riley. Pat Riley at, uh, the, at the Springsteen show. concert from the app. Uh, I peed next to Jim Belushi at the Forum in nineteen eighty nine in Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah, 
Was he a long peer? Two streamer? What? What did he do? He doesn't some... go on to say. Did you get a gander at the action? It's okay. You don't can't be... look, right? Some, some people. I don't. Not when it's Adrian Claiborne. The is... hell? I. Mm-mm. 1989. Were they both peeing for a drug test? <laughs> <laughs> Jim Belushi. <laughs> he probably asked him for. Hey man, I need some of your urine. I got. I need clean urine. You got any change? <laughs> no. Triple eight eight nine six thirty six seventy five. If you would like to remain anonymous. Nothing to be embarrassed about. Uh, during that commercial break, I just went and peed. Yeah. Next missed. to nobody famous. Next to nobody famous. For the listeners, we call that a missed opportunity. Not because he didn't quite hit the, the commode, but because you could have peed next to Dwyer. Well, I, I, had the, I had the window shade up, but still nothing. Have you ever peed next to somebody famous? It's nothing to be embarrassed about. Everybody does it. If you haven't, I would say at Everybody least once. Everybody does it. Everybody pees. Not next to <laughs> Who have you peed next to that is famous? Um, we have to change this person's name because it's it's is that correct, sir? Is this oh, is, is is this Joe? Fuck no. What? Yeah, Joe. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. Someone just about hit me. I was turning on to Harrison, and uh, never mind. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I, Okay, Joe, you <laughs> could be anybody. Do you want to give out the license plate number? I just we'll tra- about peed myself. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so you peed next to somebody famous. Who? Uh, Paulie Shore. Oh, I could see why you don't want your real name. <laughs> well, where was this? Um, it was locally at the Funny Bone out in when the Funny Bone was out in West Davenport. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, that's a long hallway to walk down to go pee, if I remember right, too. Yeah. Yeah, and and it was kind of weird when I walked in. It was this, there was this really big guy standing, like, in front of the urinal, or in front of the stall, and I was, I was kind of thrown off by it. You know, it just a monstrous guy. And so I'm going to the urinal to do my thing, and all of a sudden, I hear somebody say, in this really strange voice, "You here alone?" <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm looking at this dude. You know, I lean back to look at this dude. I'm like, is he? And he's not talking to me. He's just standing there, straight face. And you know, I go back to do my thing, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm talking to you. Are you here alone?" But he's in this. It's and it was Paulie Shore in his character voice. I mean, doing. He had an obnoxious voice anyway, but remember, didn't he have that thing like chilling with the weeds? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're nailing it, man. You're nailing it. You here alone, buddy? You want to see me pee? Yeah. Was he looking for drugs, or was he just looking to pee next to a friend? Or what what the hell is wrong with him? Well, he was partaking in, uh, I think he was on the combo platter. He was saying, he wasn't, he didn't have his pants down around his ankles. Let's put it like that. But he was sitting on the toilet. Mm. Does that make sense? Um, he it was okay. it was snowing in the bathroom. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. The thing, and- about it, the thing about it is, is um, so then you know we just start chatting back and forth, and I'm you know he opens up the door and we're talking, and I had pretty good seats. I was up front, 
And um, he well, you had a good seat in the bathroom, weren't you? More like one, one stall next to him. It doesn't get any better than that, my man. <laughs> He's cut no at the stage, close to the stage. Yeah, not, not, not. I had a good. Well, I did have a good shot of that too. But um, so, then he kind of used me. <laughs> he kind of used me as like his bathroom, or like as part of his skit for that night. Uh, you know, making reference to basically like I was hitting on him in the bathroom and. And things like that. It was it was kind of embarrassing, but it was that guy's a he's a strange bird, and mm. he he was he was a weirdo. Well, um, and you've kept this but, buried deep down within, mm-hmm. and finally you've had the guts to come forward and set the record straight. Uh, you peed hey. next to Pauly Shore, but he was doing cocaine allegedly, and uh, he asked you. Yeah, that's right. He says to me, "This is the good part." You here alone? <clears throat> I think it was more like yeah. Oh, Buddy, <laughs> you hear a lot. Oh, you want some hit, nose candy? Like, <laughs> well, he hit me with like the "Hey, buddy." Yep. You yep. know, and and then he was like, "You here alone?" And Is I'm he like, wearing the headscarf thing at the time? Yeah. Does he got the bandana on his head? <laughs> uh, he was a little sweaty, but he wasn't wearing a bandana at that time. All right. I mean, he was he was doing some work in there. Uh huh. <laughs> Number two, work for. All right, Joe. Thanks for calling, man. See ya. All right, thanks. Uh, was that the show when Paulie was in town and he wouldn't come in here? We had to go to him. Bring a recorder. We're like, no, man. You come in here. Um. Okay. It's not just guys. The ladies want to get in on this. Hey, Susie. Hi. You've peed next to a celebrity. Uh, Valerie Bertinelli and she had Wolfgang with her at the time and we went in, we're going into the bathroom together and we got told by the bathroom attendant that the bathroom was full. We needed to go to the bathroom in the lower level of the restaurant. And so we rode the elevator and we peed together. Wow. <laughs> you guys are like best friends. <laughs> they were there. The band was there dedicating a guitar to, at the hard rock at Disney and yeah. And they were kind of wandering on their own. I don't think they were a big part of what was going on. <laughs> Listen, Susie, Susie, Monday is when did you, what, who did you ride an elevator with that's famous? So I appreciate that you want up the last, back. I appreciate that you want up Joe because his Polly Shore story was good, but you had a twofer. <laughs> and, okay, so, so how old was Wolfie? Was he just like a toddler at the time? Little. He was, yes, he was probably, well, my daughter at the time was probably five. Okay. So, he was probably five, five or six. And he was, was little. Was she bringing him in he was like, little. to use the bathroom or just because she couldn't let him out of her sight or what? I, both of them, I think both of them were, were going in to go as well. Okay. <laughs> yes, he was going as well. So okay. I got both of them. <laughs> All right. So, so she was into non-gender assigning way back then. <laughs> he can use whatever restroom he wants, man. His name is Wolf for Pete's sake. You're lucky he's using a toilet. That's great. And it well, was, I think Dad was a little busy. Uh-huh. I think Dad was a little busy. <laughs> okay. And and so, this was at the Hard Rock in what city? We were at Disney. Okay. At, in Orlando. <laughs> in Orlando. But don't you agree, Susie? Those stories are better than any autograph. And the, but the only people who will believe them are me and Dwyer. So, but I well, the only people who ask right. to hear them. Yeah, well, but you, there's, there are millions of radio stations across the country right now saying, "Okay, where do, who, where'd you pee and with who?" It's huge. It's trending. I have told it, I have told it a few times, but not. I mean, every once in a while it comes up, but I mean, it's not. 
you're going to be. It was Mallory Bertinelli, and it was 800 years ago. <laughs> when you're a grandma. Come, grandma, tell us the, st- the time that you peed next to a wolf. Not a wolf. Wolfie. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for calling. Have a good day. Yep. Uh, bye. You too. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Let's go. Ray. Whoops. Hang on one second. Hello. Uh, I got to put you on hold for one second. Okay. Now, Ray, you peed next to a celebrity. Correct. Uh, can uh, you give us a category. Is it a musician? Uh, a washed-up comedian? Musician. A, a musician, okay. And um, musician. which musician was it, and where did this take place? Yeah, I, I live in Wisconsin now. I lived in the Quad Cities from 93 to 96. And I went to a concert uh, at the Palmer Auditorium. Uh, the headliner was Toad the Wet Sprocket. You may have heard of them. You may have not. Sure. Oh, yeah. the, opening act, uh, the opening act was Hootie and the Blowfish. And this was such a big peed next to a celebrity thing. You had to get into witness relocation all the oh, way to Milwaukee. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so are you yeah. saying it was a Toad the Wet Sprocket and Hootie and the Blowfish show? Correct. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure Fester was there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Who did you pee next <laughs> to? Anyway, which, which, which member of the band? So, so, so Hootie opened up and, you know. The show or is Fly? Gymnasium. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because I, 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 it was Darius Rucker who I, who I went to, to the bathroom next to, because uh, you know it's, there's nowhere for, else for them to go. It's just like a gymnasium, you know. Just, uh, he just, uh, or else he didn't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> he just went uh, in the same bathroom. So, so I like to say that uh, I took a whizzy next to Hootie. Okay. And uh, what did you two talk about? Or did you just stand there? And... <laughs> no. After, afterwards, I, I told him, that, you know, he. When we were washing our hands, Will told me it was a great show. I enjoyed it, and it was. It was. Wait, it wait, was wait! You're saying that after you peed next to him? Hey, that was a great show, man. I really enjoyed it. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was. Uh, it was like right when their their big album came out. So no one, no one, you know, I I didn't. I knew maybe one song. Okay. So so it was it was uh, it was you know just told them good show. Okay. Sweet, As we were man. washing our hands, not while we were doing anything else. <laughs> How are things in Milwaukee? Cold, but we don't have any snow. Yeah, you come back here. We got snow on the ground and in the bathroom of the Funny Bone with Polly Shore. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for calling, Ray. Have a great I'll day. Trade. All right, see ya. All right, talk to um, Let's go to. I believe this is Matt. Hi, Matt. Hold on a second. What happened here, Matt? Are you okay? Yeah, there we go. Hello? Hi, Matt. Yeah, go ahead. Hello. Uh, yeah. So this is not uh, a great story, but it's my great story because um, it's the one I tell all the time. So I. Uh... <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's this. It starts just like every little golden book. Once upon a time, this is not a great story, but it's my story, and I tell it all the time. Nice I love story. to tell it all the time. Yeah, yes. I think it's pretty cool. Okay, let's hear it. So, That's uh, great. Yeah, second city, second city in Chicago. We were going up there, and this was back in the eighties. And um, Jim Belushi was kind of hot at the time. Not John, John Belushi. I think he might have even passed away by then, but it was pretty close. Anyway, Jim Belushi was in Second City, and they were doing a show. And they get the so the break comes up, uh, and uh, 
So I go to the bathroom, and um, uh, he's in there already. And so I just go up, and I stand next to him. Okay. And um, I didn't know what to say. You know, you know you're kind of starstruck, you know, and you don't want to look. You know, you just kind of. So I gave him, we, we made eye contact, and I gave him the head bob, kind of like, you know, hey, how's it going? <laughs> you pee and, too. Uh, that you... was all there was to it. I didn't get my. I didn't want to ask him for an autograph or anything like that. But. And you know what? You said I didn't know what to say to him. There's nothing mm -hmm. that you can say that's correct. The last caller just said, "Hey, good show." <laughs> as he's peeing. Yeah. As... <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. How's it hanging? <laughs> Boy, right. crowded in here, huh? So uh, th this was at Second City, and uh, how did uh, how did he react? Did he just ignore you, or what? What? Uh... No, no, no. He, he was he, he was you know like you like you would be in in the in the bathroom. You just kind of like, hey, how's it going? You know, you, you just you don't really say anything, but you kind of mm -hmm. just um, you know. How's it going? Right. <laughs> Don't forget to wash your hands. It says you uh, wash your hands. Right. It says employees uh, only. You know, before you return to work, but everybody really should. See you later, man. You're yeah. funny. Is, is this Matt Schwinn? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. All right. Present. All right. Yeah. How how are things no, going? I, I, Go ahead. Good. No, I was just gonna say I I I wish I had a better story for you, but um, like mm -hmm. I said, it's the one I always when we always do a brush with greatness or something like that. Um, it's the most famous person I ever met. Matt, do you ever uh, feel that uh, of the amazing Kreskin? Do you do you ever feel that uh, your inability to tell a compelling story is the reason you had to get out of radio and go into <laughs> that, real estate? It should be the reason. Matt, yeah. have you ever considered getting back into radio? If you could be nice to people on the phone, that's the only requirement I'm looking for. It would, it would be a good uh, cure for insomnia. I think. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thanks for calling, man. Have a good All right, day. Take care. Have a good show. See, See ya. Bye. Uh, I only kid. I love Matt Schwinn. I've just given him crap because I can't. Well, you know what? He, Matt is another uh, was a radio DJ in the Quad Cities. All of us are playing for second place because Spike Odell was from here. And have you seen Spike, Spike Odell's posts here lately? Which of these people have I not met personally? Nope, not Elvis. I gave him kung fu lessons. Uh, he's got a story with everyone. The, the correct one was Valerie Bertinelli. Have you seen him posting those things? I uh, he's painting his watercolor pictures, and yeah, here's all the famous people I've met. And you can, and Spike Spike can get away with that because you know he used to work in Chicago, and they would seek him out, and you know he's he's nice, and, and uh, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, this is Terry. Who you who did you pee next to? That's famous. Uh, Haywood Banks. Haywood Banks, the, uh, the another comedian. Mm -hmm. Yep. And was this in town? It was. Okay. It was in, it was in Bettendorf. Okay, did he wash his hands? <clears throat> <laughs> no. No, no. Uh, I was, uh, I was uh, in the back there, in the back of uh, Penguin's Comedy Club down in Bettendorf. Uh -huh. And we were uh, waiting for the headliner to come on and here is a here's a strange dude that that comes into the bathroom while i'm going and uh he uh he had on this weird plaid coat and his long stringy hair and i'm like oh my goodness sakes who is this guy what would we come down to anyway so i go back to the table and i'm sitting with our group and all of a sudden uh, the the warm up act is done, and 
this guy's walking up. I said, hey, guys, look, there he is. There's that, there's that weird dude. And the guy next to me, he's like, that's, 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 that's the comedian. That's the headliner. That's, uh, that's Haywood Banks. The weird dude. <laughs> yeah. And, and you said to your friends, yeah, I just peed next to him. I did. I said, yeah, I just took a leak next to that guy. <laughs> and in the moment, that sounds so awesome because you just peed next to a celebrity, but your friends are going, that's great, man. That's fantastic. And no table talk. Okay? Yeah, no, no table, table talk. talk. This wasn't. It was bathroom talk. Yeah, no. Haywood, Haywood looks like he he fell off of a dollar bill. He's got really long gray hair, and he wore those like yeah. zoot suit type things and then he would play his uh, music he's a, he's he's a weird dude anyway he's plaid guitar yeah yeah all right yeah all no, right. he's very talented he, he, my best musician i always call him he's the cleanest musician you could take your kids to and enjoy the show for hours but you just said he didn't wash his hands how could how do you justify that <laughs> oh clean uh, material material not his hands <laughs> You know, we weren't in coronavirus then, no. so... Wait, but still, you <laughs> got to nobody. Your... <laughs> it's when you could pee in another guy's mouth and it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thank you for calling. Have a good day. Dear dorks. Yeah, you too. Yeah, thanks, guys. I peed next to Keith St. John, the lead singer of Kingdom Come. What? I thought Lenny Wolf was the lead singer of Kingdom Come. Uh, at a bar in Cedar Rapids, they opened for the Scorpions. Maybe 87 or 88. I glanced over. I recognized him. I said, hey, nice show. He said, I'm glad you enjoyed it. He shook off and walked out. So it might actually have been Lenny Wolf. Keith St. John sang for him, but I, I don't know when. Um, Did you say he shook off or took off? Because we're talking about Shook who, off and walked out. You got to be clear, man. Mm -hmm. Clear. Hey, man, yeah. nice show. Right. On stage. Yeah. Uh, okay. You give it the helicopter and off you go. <laughs> uh, Mark. Hi, Mark. Good morning. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Hey, I, this, I wasn't next to anybody peeing, but I we used to work security at Palmer Auditorium when they used to have the concerts up there. And Ozzy Osbourne was on his Blizzard of Oz tour, and we were up there controlling the crowd up there by the uh, by the stage in the front. And uh, when he got done playing one of the songs, all of a sudden people started pointing up the stage, and he turned around. Here he has here Ozzy was turned around with his pants pulled down, moving the crowd, and it was right almost in our face. <laughs> And when you tell that story, you go, "What an ass!" You don't know if he's being if you mean he's being a jerk or no. I mean it's spectacular. Right back here, well manicured. Just <laughs> it's right. Over. And does somebody have a picture of that? Here's you working security, and here's Ozzy's ass right above. <laughs> no, I don't. Bark at the moon. <laughs> All right. And what year was that? That well, I'm trying to remember. It was back during the '80s. Okay. So he had his ass was pretty good back then. Still, it wasn't. <laughs> I, mean, it's cool. yeah, I think that was the same. I think that was the tour he was on when he out to Des Moines and he the head off the bat. Okay, I think that was the same right. same little venue when he was heading on that tour. So, all right, all right, thanks, Talk Mark. To you later, guys, we'll see you. Um, let's go to Kyle. You peed next to whom? Famous. Uh, it was Eddie Vedder. Okay, and. Uh, yeah, he was. He actually he was done peeing at this time. So, Dwyer, imagine your mom and my mom tuning. In. This is our son. Listen to what they're doing. I was done peeing at the time. <laughs> <laughs> he, so he was done. 
Yeah, yeah. He was down, but I knew he was in the bathroom because he asked me where the bathroom was. So I told him where it was. And I gave him, you know, a respectful amount of time by himself. And then I barged in. How much uh, time is a respectful amount of time, Kyle? About how long would that be? Yeah, that's a good question. I'd say, you know, about five minutes. About five minutes. And that time's up. Wow. So like a racehorse is what uh, you could say about Eddie Vedder. <laughs> Maybe I don't know what he was doing, but anyhow, um, uh, yeah. So I, I I barged in there. He was washing his hands, and I wanted to ask him a question, and um, but I got nervous, and I went immediately to the urinal and stood there like I was taking a uh, taking a piss, uh-huh. and and then I turned to him and I asked him. I said, "Hey Eddie, do you really love what you do?" This was in 96. I was a kid. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. But um, he stopped washing his hands, started drying them off, walked over towards me, put his hands on my shoulders, and started massaging my shoulders. At this point, can you imagine how I'm feeling? I freak out, and I, I turn my shoulders real quick. You know, just my shoulders, not my bottom part. My bottom part stayed where it was. And I look at him, dead in his face, and he kicks his hands off his, off my shoulders. <laughs> and he looks at me and he goes, he goes, well, you know, you can't believe all that stuff you read about me in papers and stuff. You know, that's not really, you know. You start doing something, and then you love what you do, and people start giving you money. And, you know, he started talking to me, but he was, like, right next to me the whole time. And you're still going? No. You were no, t- pretending. Never got to go. Pre- right the whole time. Right. <laughs> Performance anxiety, right? <clears throat> yeah, exactly, exactly. It was the most, you know, and I'm sure he knew. I mean, I don't know if he knew or didn't know, but anyhow, um, you know, so it's like, all right, at what point do you end the charade? You and, don't. When his, when his speech <laughs> is over. Yeah, right? And, and until he says, man, this is the longest pee I've ever, you are, you are a monster. That is props to you. Now, some yeah, people on the yeah. email say uh, a better question, at, uh, not a, a better, a worse question. At least you didn't say, hey, check it out, even flow. <laughs> I think that was a shot at me. So, <clears throat> Eddie Vedder got uh, massaged Kyle's shoulders while peeing. We're, we're kicking it up. This beats elevator ride with uh, Wolfgang Van Halen. So, <laughs> thanks, man. Have a good day. You're welcome. <laughs> see you. Uh, here is Robbie. You peed next hey guys, to us. How's it going? Uh, listen to us. It's going great. Uh, you've peed next been, to a famous person. Yeah, Don Dockin. We were at the pig pen. Uh, good friends with Robbie up there. And uh, they had a show. It was Firehouse, Dockin, Warren, and another band. I can't remember who it was. They were outside. And when they were done, we were all still hanging around the bar, hanging around with uh, with Robbie. And I went to the bathroom, and there was Don Dockin peeing right next to where I was standing next to him. He wasn't peeing in a urinal. What? Where, no. was, where was he going? And, uh, on the floor. <laughs> yeah, rock and roll! You know it, man. He was pretty wasted. <laughs> we walk out together. We walk out together. My wife's standing there. Yeah. And he goes, is that your wife? And I go, yeah. He walked up and touched her, touched her nose, didn't even wash his hands. Touched her nose and said, you're beautiful. And turned around and walked off. 
I walked up there and says, Don Dotson, Melissa, my wife. Don Dotson, Melissa, my wife. And do you put your arm around your wife and tell your friends that? So right here, yep, this Don Dotson. He had some piddle right on yep. the end of his fingertip, right, right here on her nose. If your wife survived that, I'm pretty sure she's not a, th- a threat to catch coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. She works at the hospital. She hasn't caught it yet. Yeah, they she won't. Temperature every, they take her temperature every day. She goes, high numbers, high numbers. Mommy wants four days off. No, 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 no. You don't want this kind of vacation, man. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks, Robbie. He's just being mean. You bet. Bye. Listen, I see you. Uh, do we want to keep going? Should we take a break? Yeah, let's take a let's take a break. All right, we'll we'll do these and be back in just a moment. Uh, more quality entertainment on ninety seven X. Who did you pee next to? That's famous. Go ahead, scan around the dial. Nobody else has got the guts to bring this to you. <sighs> quality entertainment, you know and expect from this show. It's another thrilling episode of Dwyer and Michael's signature feature. Who'd you pee next to that's famous? Oh, that's yeah. Yeah, that's right. 888-896-3675. What, Goose? What's the matter? Yeah. No, I just enjoy hearing all of these stories. Of, God, you know, listen to this. <laughs> I, have, I have a celebrity urination story. Not really that exciting, though. It was the lead singer from the band Sponge. It was on their 2005 tour. I saw him down in Peoria, and uh, was Peoria. Was just in the bathroom next to you, and I was actually such a huge fan of the band. I was too starstruck to even say anything, and and I washed my hands and went <laughs> running out of the bathroom. That is something. <laughs> What's <laughs> that's the band that did Plowed? Yeah, yeah. They, and what's they, that guy's name? Vinny Barbarino or Vinny... Vinny Barbarino, yeah. I believe it is. Yeah, something. It was a rather traumatic event for you. You seem to have locked out quite a bit of it. <laughs> um, another one from the Ladies Bureau. I once... This isn't peeing or pooing, but I once changed my clothes while Buck Cherry was on the other side of the door working out. Does that count? Let me explain. Let me share it with you, Dwyer, and you can answer if it counts or not, and then we'll determine if we should put this in this segment, okay? It was when I lived in Nebraska. Buck Cherry came to town early before their show, and they came to my gym to work out. Well, I nearly fell off the treadmill trying to watch them in the mirror. Sadly, I never did get up the nerve to talk to them. I just lurked like a creep. But, and you changed your clothes? While they're, hey, so, I'm so a she's in the locker room. I don't know. And they're outside of the locker room. I don't know, but I, uh, I'd like to go to that gym. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna have to call time out. I'm not saying that's not a. That's not a. That <clears throat> actually meets none of the requirements of the uh, of the story. Uh, Mandy, I thought it was a great story, and you know, leave it to Dwyer. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping it real. That's what I'm doing. I'm keeping it real. Real negative. I, it's called quality control, and that's that story. While hilarious, right. if we're doing the segment, who did you change clothes in a different room from? Uh, that would have been probably our top story in that segment. Why are concerned about quality? Well, that's what as it is. We need an actual bowel movement or emptying of the kidneys. Oh, oh that is yeah. How about this? Hey, boys. 
1973. I peed next to Johnny Carson at the NBC studios, Burbank, California. Not much of a conversationalist. He wasn't very funny while he pees, I can tell you that. Well, you are peeing next to him. That's... that's uh, <clears throat> uh, What? Okay, who has peed next to a member of this show? Sure, we'll entertain those subjects. I don't know if uh, somebody had a story if they were just asking out of curiosity. Who has peed next to one of us? Um, Hey, guys, I peed next to former Hawkeye basketball player Chris Kingsbury and Russ Millard. This was at Southern Comfort. About four hours after they had just won a game that day. So at the, the strip club? Well, they're supposed to be on campus. They're not supposed to be at the nudie bars. Peeing all over the state of Iowa. We just won. We can do whatever the hell we want. Oh, okay. All right. We can kill someone if we want. So that's a twofer. I got, I, I got hawks to the left and the right. I got hawk urine everywhere. <laughs>